Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On 9-11, our nation made a commitment to never forget. Since then, it's been the Tunnel to Towers Foundation honoring those words with action. So many people gave their lives while saving others on 9-11. Tunnel to Towers carries forward that legacy of courage and heroism by honoring our country's military and first responder heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This season of Love Island USA is hand down the best one of the U.S. version thus far. And today's guest played a major part in the season, becoming our first bombshell to come into the house and turn almost everyone's head immediately. I've got Tyler Rads. He's here with me today to talk about his time in the Love Island Villa. Everything from his relationship with Serenity Springs to what a day in the life of an islander looks like. Everything. Plus, I kick off this episode with a Casa Amor breakdown featuring one of your favorite people, Kaya from the Bravo Wild Black Podcast. It's your weekly episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island? 
or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Hello, everybody. I am here today. I've got a great entree for you guys later on where I have an interview with someone that's actually on Love Island. But I figure, you know what? The best appetizer for that conversation is for me to get on here with the person that I watch with every single night and talk about this. We literally sit there. I make her pause during her commercial breaks because, you know, Peacock, they'll give me 60 seconds. They'll give her 45 seconds. Like, it'd be a whole mess. We be we trying to be in sync. They're giving us yin and yang. It's the whole thing, okay? But we got through it. Casa Moore was only about three episodes. At the time of the recording with um, today's guest, they actually hadn't finished Casa Moore yet. So I was like, look, you got to come back. You you got to come on. I need to talk about this. I need to get my thoughts and feelings out. And she was like, of course, because we love to talk Love Island. I've got with me today, Kaya from the Bravo Wild Black podcast. If you listen to me, you know who Kaya is. Quit playing, okay? Kaya, hi. Hello, my love. Um, Can you tell the people how, even though we are great and we are, you know, trusting of each other right now in this moment, can you tell them how... Love Island has destroyed the trust in our beautiful friendship to the point where it's no return, honestly. Oh my God. We literally do not trust each other at all anymore. It is so ridiculous because I'm the person, okay, I'll tell her like, wait a minute, I've got a 60 second, I got like a 60 second commercial. She's like, oh my God, okay. So I'll just pause and I'll wait for you. And she'll only have like a 15 second commercial. I will sit there and I will completely forget. I will be like on Instagram doing something. I'll be in the kitchen trying to get some noodles together, you know, put a little cheese in there and stuff. Child, my stuff being played for about three minutes. She's like, damn, is it back from commercial yet? I'm like, oop, my bad girl. <laughs> and so then I got to pause and wait on her. It's happened so many times now where there's no, no, no trust at all. So now when I tell her to wait on me, she literally takes the timer out on her phone and yep. she counts down because no, I'm not to be trusted. And honestly, y'all knew that. <laughs> it, honestly, know. it honestly started because you didn't even want me to be just a few seconds ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> Like you did, I would literally just be getting on the recap and you'd have a commercial. You're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> it's so it's funny. It's so fun. And honestly, like, I'm honored to be on here talking Love Island with you because you are, like, you know, you just got into Love Island and you're already a Love Island yeah. expert because you watch so many different countries where everyone, you know, they yeah. usually just watch the OG one, which is Love Island UK. But, mm-hmm. um, Love Island USA has been giving, and I'm here to represent the U.S., okay, because we are stepping. <laughs> Can you please tell me, like, what is the difference? Like, what are some of the big differences that you see between Love Island UK and, like, U.S.? I, I, okay. From what you're saying, it sounds like Casa Moore is usually way longer. Their seasons are mm-hmm. way longer. Like, what what is happening I feel like the UK seasons usually are around like 60-ish episodes, 
where it looks like USA might be like 30. I don't know what, it, what it's going to shake out to be, but it's usually, a, you know, a much quicker kind of experience. UK, I feel like USA has really gotten it together. If you're not watching Love Island USA, it's amazing on Peacock. So like, do not sleep on Peacock. Peacock is the people that gave us Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trips. So it gives what needs to be gave, okay? So don't sleep on Peacock. UK, it's kind of the OG in terms of like, they really, it's really kind of like guerrilla style because, you know, our style of reality TV, first of all, is so like, not scripted, but it's so like uh, resonated. That, yeah, it's so edited that you know, like, it's going to have a start, it's going to have a middle, it's going to have a, a a finish, you know, a grand finish to make you hook for the next episode. Love Island UK is so guerrilla style that you really never know what you're going to get in the episode. So it's like long conversations and like this and that, but it all, it like all pays off so much. And like, obviously, like all shows, some seasons are better than others, but like, we're, we're literally in, okay, so y'all know I, I started watching love island i think because y'all all told me to start watching it on social media and it was during the pandemic so i was like okay like i don't i mean i work from home what else am i gonna do and of course i got obsessed y'all know my personality when i get hooked on something like i'm like okay it's 30 seasons i guess i'm about to go and watch all 30 because that's my jam now so of course i've like watched all the uk's i started on australia watching usa <laughs> like it's, it's a whole thing so I mean, it's gotta you, you gotta kind of appreciate, and I love that they have Ian as the the narrator now on USA because he really is kind of like the glue that holds. On. He's like the the uh, I don't know. He's the Thanos. He's always there to kind of you know shake shit up. So yeah, <laughs> I like it. You want to talk a couple of a little bit of Casa more with me? That's why I got you here because I feel like we needed to break it down a little bit. Okay. So I want to talk about three couples in particular, but just overall, what did you, did Casa more live up to your expectations? Because, you know, for us, like I'm using sports reference, you know, it, it's kind of like our Super Bowl in terms of Love Island. It's what we watch everything beforehand for because that we're watching them build these relationships and all like this. But then Casa more, listen, somebody come in with a, you know, a, a bigger wiggle, you know, they, they can release their wiggle a little more or release them. You know, they do a little something, something. Somebody's ready to leave their relationship. Their head is ready to turn. Yes, ready to shake that shit up. So what do, what do you think about it this year? Um, you know, I am not a big Casa Amor girl because USA, USA isn't like UK. Like, all the states Mm -hmm. are on Casa Amor because USA, we got, I feel like we got more action just leading up to it than we did. You know, there were obviously when Isaiah came out with another girl, I feel like we all knew that he was gonna, his head was gonna get turned at any time. Right. That has already been turned before. Um, right. With Deb and Jesse, I think that that was the one that I was actually surprised with. But I think mm. that um, the season leading up to Casa more in general, it was more interesting. As far as the actual happenings itself, it just seemed like the girls were way too comfortable in their relationships to even explore. Because I didn't feel like any of the other girls were at least giving another guy the the chance other than Deb and uh Naja but Naja we already knew that she really didn't know who she wanted in the first place so right when I but it's just when Isaiah came back and we saw the shock on 
everyone's face. I'm like, y'all should have known. Sydney should have known. And for her mm-hmm. to sit there when he came up to her and was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm giving Phoebe a chance or whatever. That was what was shocking to me because Sydney was supposed to be the girl that was like, you know, she let Isaiah try her before. This was supposed to be the last time. She was supposed yeah. to go in and go ham. But instead, she's like, I'm just going to let him test and see what we have and, you know, let him come back when you want to. And I'm just like, this is not what you should be doing. Yes. Y'all know that me and Kaya, we city girls for the most part. Like, we <laughs> cannot condone this kind of behavior. So it's, oh boy, it, it was a little hard to watch. Sydney, we were we were really hoping that you would like, we wanted a grand moment where you told him like, you know what, F you, I'm better than this. I can't wait for them to send in some new guys so I can give me mm-hmm. a good date out of this and all like that. But you were like, you know what? Do your thing. He said, I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to spend all day with her and then I'll let you know what I decide. And she said, okay. And I was like, wow, that's that's a choice. <laughs> what did surprise <laughs> me though was uh, Nadja and Jeff where, yeah, I think that's also why I was disappointed. Jeff should have got another bitch. Jeff should have gotten another bitch. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Naja was so into Nick, who she's coupled up with allegedly, and now she wants Jeff, and it's just like, mm, this is not giving what it's supposed to give, really, because we know that Jeff is going to let her come back because ever since she walked in the house, Jeff was like, oh, I want her. You know? Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope that we are in for a few surprises because we have new singles. And that is what I'm really excited about is that there are so many people who are who are single right now. So I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Oh, my God. I, that's what's exciting because I nausea right now seems like she really wants to like she's like, OK, I didn't know he was going to be faithful. Now I'm kind of like feeling bad. Now I really want to get to know him. I don't know why I brought this dude back. But she also, it also kind of feels like if another guy comes in that's, you know, ready to play, then she'll be ready to play too. Jeff, I don't even know what he wants to do. I think Jeff just really wants a connection in this house because he's been kind of, you know, he came in with the leather pants. We thought he was going to really get him a connection real fast. And it's been kind of a struggle for him. I actually love his behavior when it came to Zeta. Okay, like he coupled up with Mm -hmm. Zeta. He knew that Zeta wanted you know, Zeta with the two Zeta. Um, I love yeah. that he does that. Like Timmy and Zeta are everything. But yeah. um, when he t- when he took that lightly and he was like, "You have to do what you have to do." I know that you're into dude, so I understand that. But the fact that he is allowing Nausea to kind of do the same thing when it was like he brought her in the house and she seemed at least a little interested, and now she has a whole new dude in the house. But it's very clear that he's like laughing and joking and and they're pretty much you know getting back together it's like this is not what i wanted for jeff at all because jeff is not only is he physically attractive but he's emotionally intelligent enough to understand that you know zeta didn't want him and he should know that nausea really didn't want him like that if you can couple up with nick just like that mind Mm -hmm. you their cost some more was what three four it was just this week, basically. So right. it had to be turned that quickly. And, you know, they got some new girls and he didn't find a new girl, even though there were a few girls that seemed like he would be attracted to. It's like, what is Jeff really doing? Right. We love emotional intelligence, but it's, yeah, we, at some point you got to kind of figure it out because, 
I mean, listen, the show ain't gonna last forever. You maybe got like, I'm guessing if I had to guess, I would guess y'all maybe have like what two more weeks left in the house, yeah. maybe. So you gotta kind of, you know, you gotta figure it out. Once cost of more happens, cost of more isn't like a midway thing. It's kind of usually like seventy five percent, and then you gotta come back deal with the fallout of that, and then you start like you might bring in like a few more people, but then you really start like kind of chopping away at the cast in order to get down to like final four. So right. they will figure it out. Ooh. And just clear discussion. It doesn't really matter who ends up, um, you know, coupling up with who, as long as Zita and Timmy win, I don't care about anything else. Same. <laughs> as far as them, like, because also they're the only ones who have, like, the strong connection that I can see happening in the real world in the house. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also kind of love that no spoilers for uh my interview later that y'all will hear but even what we've seen online from other people these people have been leaving the house and they've been like i really want to make it work with that person that i was in there with i just like got the raw end of the stick so like it's been a lot of dm sliding and i i kind of love that for people yes i, I love, love that for people that honey yeah. because you know everyone <laughs> is just like oh it's just it's just TV. We know that they're not going to make it work in real life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, actually, if you would follow what they're doing outside of the mm-hmm. show, people are hooking up with people that you didn't even know, you know, were interested in each other. And then, like, last season with Caché and, um, what's his name? Cisco. And, yeah. Not, what, no, was it Cinco? <laughs> Cinco. Very close. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, Cinco and Cache, like they, I don't know. I still, I think they still talking. So I don't really see mm-hmm. this as just entertainment and just well, like no. In my head, these people are even if they don't win the prize, they're gonna stay together or they're gonna be hanging out with people from that same cast. So yes. uh-huh. I take it seriously. I take my reality TV very seriously, maybe too seriously, which is why I always get my feelings hurt. Right, I know. You know us. We we. <laughs> Child, we be cruising for a bruising, so <laughs> it don't even it don't even matter no more. Uh, what did you? I mean, I I feel like I know the answer to this, but were you surprised at all that Chaz came back with someone new from Casa More? Yeah, because he clearly blows whichever way the wind blows him. Um, he, really <laughs> has, he has no standards. Uh, he's not really mm-hmm. someone that everyone wants to come after. He's not really interesting. He doesn't really uh, stand out in the house. So I figured that he needed to get someone because he's really not that interesting. So of course he's going to find someone at Casa Amor because no one at the main house wants him. Not not Chaz getting dragged this early in the morning. Okay. <laughs> that was a Kimmy Amor drag. <laughs> you know what though? He did our girl Serenity wrong, so I'm on your sur- justice for Serenity and Tyler. Okay, that was we, the most shocking moment of the season. If I yes, just say that still not okay. I'm uh, you know I'm I'm seeing a doctor about it. It's okay, but we'll we'll <laughs> make it through. But I'm not okay with it. Ooh, we've kind of touched on a lot of the couples, so let's kind of let's talk about uh Deb. Did you expect Deb to? couple up with someone new or did you think that like it was all kind of for showing that she'd ultimately just stay with jesse no i did not think that she was really gonna pick someone else now i will say deb surprised me and that was Mm -hmm. a a welcome surprise because i feel like jesse he's too comfortable you know yeah 
when dudes get comfortable we gotta we gotta show them like I'm not I'm not the one to be played with like that's what I wish Sydney would have done I wanted Deb and Sydney yes. to both you know uh, mm-hmm. show these dudes like okay you over there doing you but I'm over here doing me and when you get back your chest gonna hurt and that's exactly <laughs> what happened with Deb Jesse's chest is hurting okay and I'm all for it and I hope you know that do you think that okay so I want to ask you do you think that they're okay. a good match Jesse and Deb oh I don't see Jesse is so hard to read I feel like Deb kind of puts herself out there a little more, like at least for the cameras. Like we we get to see a lot more of her personality. Personality. She's really like funny. So, right. I feel like him though, he's so kind of like guarded that I don't know how to read him in a lot of ways. So he I don't know, maybe he's, you know, whispering and saying things in her ear that's making her like fall in love, but I can't really see it. It's just like they're one of those couples that has the long, like, you know, they've been together since the absolute beginning so it's kind of hard to see them with someone else but it's also like well I don't really know you in this couple either so if you go with somebody else I won't necessarily be mad about it so I don't know they're, they're kind of hard to read for me yeah I kind of want both of them to move on because I yeah. want I want to I see more of both of them but I really want Deb's personality to shine and to get to know Jesse for who Jesse is outside of the scandal with Deb and I want them to ask us as viewers, you know, again with that whole voting situation. That I think that was my favorite. Um, yeah, that was my favorite like uh, activity that they do when they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, what what do the viewers think? I want more like what do the viewers think so they can understand that we're trying to send them signals to move on. Like I want to tell Sydney, yeah. move on, girl, run, girl, run, and I want to tell yeah. Deb, go ahead, explore. You know. We are mm-hmm. doing what we have to do out here. It's summer. Like, let's let's get it popping. We outside. <laughs> we, outside. we outside. For real. Ooh. And it, especially, oh, God, when they were doing that thing where they had to literally, like, fill up cups with, with drink. Oh. That shit was insane. I, I, oh. <laughs> I was Y'all like, don't I know. know. I, I think I've said this on social media before, but you know, I, whether it's UK, US, Australia, I fast forward through that every single time. It grosses me out so much. And I'm literally like, I've never been that person, but like, I'm the dude watching and I'm just looking, I'm like, in the middle of a pandemic? Like, oh, y'all nasty. Like, I, <laughs> I just cannot. Like, I like Every day. You can get tested every day. Ain't no way I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to be the last person either. Like, that's no. so gross. And they had to fill the cup all the way to the top. I'm just like, with these new people, like, not even with the people that I know for at least 14 days, but no, right. someone that I knew for a day. No, I can't. Like, it's so it's, it's, it's so much for me. It's literally, I don't care what country it is. Every time I'm like, nope, gotta, gotta fast forward <laughs> through this. No, can't watch it. It's so much. It's overwhelming. Uh, you brought up a good point because one of the things that, like, I wish they would do on the USA version I wish they would do the, uh, there are two things that I love about the UK. One of them is that game they play with like the headlines where they, uh, maybe they'll get to it at some point though. So we know the season mm-hmm. isn't over, so they still have time to do it. But yeah, I love one, the headlines game where they have to guess the blanks that like Twitter and the headlines and everything says. So it's like, 
uh, Twitter thinks that blank and blank should break Ooh. up because they're not compatible. And then the person has yeah. to like guess who it is and then they get revealed. I mm -hmm. love that because it always starts so much mess in the house. Yep. And then I love the movie night game where they have to like answer those random questions and then the winning team, like it's the team of boys and team of girls, the winning mm -hmm. team gets to like choose which movie to play each round. And so they'll pick one and then it's like, that person like showing out in Casa more after like saying that like no I haven't done anything I was I was faithful I was good all week and then it's like oh for real oh word that's what you were doing like it's amazing like, I need more for those yes yeah. <laughs> yes we, we we still have time though but um it might not even yeah because no one really acted up I think that Timmy would get in trouble right because Timmy let a girl sleep in his bed. And Zeta mm -hmm. wasn't letting no boy sleep in her bed. So Timmy yeah. would definitely be in trouble if he saw that one. Um, but mm -hmm. not in trouble enough, you know. But he, right. he really he really got on my nerves. He, he's the definition of play too much. Because when he did a little <laughs> hand signal as if someone was coming, I almost fell I gasped. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I gasped. <laughs> And Ooh, was, no one really like showed their ass other than Isaiah, and I think that Isaiah. Isaiah was going to show his ass just because of who he is. Yeah, I, that would have that would have been the one that would like would have hurt a lot because I think on the newest episode that we'll all see, Sydney is going to learn that uh, you know Phoebe I think takes it upon herself to tell her everything that happened in Casa more, but Period. it probably would have been like really hidden home had she seen the way he was acting in there and then I think she would have been ready to move on to somebody new so that would have been a great one to witness but I think you're right on that actually I don't think enough popped off in this Casa more for them to like warrant a movie night right you're and right disappointing but it is overall like the best season of Love Island USA absolutely one last <laughs> thing for me I think we've touched on everybody really quickly which i'm very happy about good job kaya uh who are you, <laughs> who are you wanting to take <laughs> who are you wanting to take it all because i um i always forget literally i always forget that there's a cash component to this show so like who are you obviously i think we're both rooting for side people who are you rooting for well it's timmy and zeta but like obviously i'm rooting for everybody black but my thing is it's not just <laughs> black like it's not it's genuinely yes. because since day one, even though they had their little shakeup, Zeta mm -hmm. kind of did her for a little bit. Timmy did him for a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. they are really, truly, I love the way that they are together. So I want them to win. So I think that we need to back up because I feel like we agree on that yes. one. Who would yes. be, who, who's even a couple really like that, like that? Like, I can't even, off the top of my head, it's, it's like not giving anything memory like who would you pick no. in second place and so, okay so we'd have to go like the default i feel like it would be someone that we wouldn't ex well we'd kind of expect but not expect so like i think if jeff got in a couple with someone new and like it actually was like you know warming to us i think the viewing audience loves jeff enough that he'd probably be in that top Ooh, four so he might be in the yeah. second mm -hmm. i don't at this point i think that the viewers love to look at Isaiah, but I don't know how they actually feel about Isaiah. So, and then I don't know how they feel about Sydney too, because they're probably like, couldn't be me. So <laughs> I think, I don't know how, I don't know where they're going to fall in all of this either. So then I don't know where Deb, Ooh, that, this is hard because 
you know, we're so used to like seeing these people together, but like I don't even know where Deb and Jesse would fall. Like now that they're about to be back together at some point. Yeah. It's just that they I don't know. They just I want her to open up. But then it's also like mm-hmm. she's it, it has to be two people that we like together. So it's like yeah. it can't just be Deb and it can't just be Jesse. So it has to be Deb and Jesse together. But even together, we don't really know if we want them together like that. So it's honestly the only answer is to me and Zita until like you said, Jeff, I I, I would be open to him. Even if mm-hmm. Even if the girl that comes in, or you know what, Uh-oh. I was looking and I'm like, what about if Jeff and Sydney got together? Now that would be a gag, a gag. Just because I'm, evil. I would vote for that too. <laughs> On principle, I'm voting for that. Yes. <laughs> because you I'm know, telling y'all, city girls up. Cry on, listen. A shoulder to cry on becomes a to ride on, and he was yes. he was like, "Do not cry, don't cry." I'm like, Ooh, "Okay, then." Like, I don't know. I would live for that. Like, and mm-hmm. right in front of him, just because he just is so cocky about it. He's like, "I have to choose between these two women." Isaiah, of course, I have to choose between these two women because I know they both want to be with me. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, we need Sydney to have a contender. We need Jeff to have a contender. contender. We both like, we all like Sydney. We all like Jeff. So why don't they get together? And they will mm-hmm. make an interesting couple. Come on, Lips. Yes, I'm, I'm here for it. I think we talked about that too, because I, I kind of want, I wanted him to come back and like be that shoulder for her to cry on every day, because he was during the actual like recovery. He's like, don't let him see you cry. Don't exactly. let him see you cry. I'm like, that's right, Jeff. That's right, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, hoping. We can only hope. Yes. A whole man. A I whole man. That. Anybody bold enough to wear leather pants on Love Island, you got my vote, okay? I'm here <laughs> Jeff, for it. What? Your ugly leather pants? <laughs> come on son <laughs> oh my god y'all we just had to get together to kind of touch on uh casa more a lot happened uh, you know it was a whole a whole lot of recoupling so it was a lot to kind of you know dissect we wanted to get through it and now i'm gonna throw it over to the other conversation i have for you guys i have with me today tyler who was, of course, on this season of Love Island USA, coupled up with our boo, Serenity, who hopefully we can talk to at some point in the future. Everyone, fingers crossed, because I kind of love them together. Don't we just want, you know, him going to get his PhD? Uh, you know, they they get together. They have some, you know, I, I'm putting too much pressure on them. But I love them as a little unit. So I'm hoping that, you know, we can work something out with them. But y'all... Make sure you stick around. I've got that great conversation coming up. You're going to learn a lot about Love Island behind the scenes, about the actual cast, about him as a person, who DMs he's been sliding into. You're going to learn about a lot, okay? So stay tuned. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, buy me a beer okay go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash reality comics to the number two this time yeah they said it was too long yada 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 whatever listen i work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the instagram account to do the polls the stories the uh, uh, uh everything else in between any support that you guys give me i always appreciate so if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh ratings and reviews then just 
buy me a coffee. I love you for it. Mwah! Thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Tyler. How are you? Absolutely. I appreciate you reaching out and asking me to talk. I'm doing well. How are you? I I can't complain. I'm officially on vacation right now, so I'm I'm doing good. I can't complain. Yes, sir. I, I always like to start these conversations kind of with a wellness check because it's we've kind of lived through a, a, a crazy past two years. So, But I know you've managed to actually graduate during that time. So how have you been? Like, how's, how's life going outside of Love Island beforehand, afterhand, everything? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, no complaints. I've uh, been really blessed to graduate college and everything uh, this last December. And then I got accepted into a doctorate PhD program for occupational therapy. Nice. So I mean, good with my family, friends, everybody. I, I honestly am just really grateful I have zero complaints. And then, you know, I was gifted the opportunity to go to Love Island too. So that's always the added bonus. Nice. Pandemic schmandemic. There we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> was uh was doing Love Island kind of like a, a bucket list thing for you? Like I don't know if you if you found this out before you got accepted into the PhD program or afterwards, but was it kind of a bucket list thing for you before you started the next chapter of your life? Honestly, no. Um, I used to watch the show and everything. So, I mean, I was, I was always kind of a fan of it. And then I never even applied. I just got a DM one night on Instagram and, you know, I oh, thought, wow. yeah, I thought it was fake. And then, you know, I did my research, found out <laughs> it was legit. And, and I walked in a couple of months later, it was the first bombshell. So it was, it was pretty surreal, crazy. Nice. So everybody, if you're hearing this, we all haven't gotten DMs yet, so we're not nearly attractive enough to do this. Okay, we we got we got to hold off. Now it's not our thing. That's all right though. Okay. Um, obviously on this podcast, I talk about like all facets of reality TV, and I'm curious to know, like, were you a fan of like other? I know you say you're a fan of the show. Like, were you a fan of the UK version, the USA version, Australia? Like, there are a lot of different versions. So, were you a fan of that, or was there are different reality TV show that was kind of your gateway into all of this. Yeah, honestly, I never really watched much of reality TV. And when mm. I first found Love Island, uh, my older brother actually started watching it and then got me hooked onto it. And it was, mm. it was the UK version. And then, you know, I kind of really started liking it and the way it was set up. And then I started watching the USA version starting in season two. And then mm. I won the last season. So, yeah. Okay, nice. I know like people when I say reality TV, I know everyone thinks like maybe Real Housewives, like all these like ensemble shows now. But were you ever a fan of like the other stuff like the challenge or real world, Big Brother, like any of that kind of competitive stuff? Because I always forget there's a, a monetary prize at the end of Love Island. Like I don't remember until like the last episode. And I'm like, oh, wow, there is a, a prize associated with this. Yeah, that that definitely is like something a lot of people forget about, too. Like even mm-hmm. me and the in the villa and stuff you don't really think about it because i mean that's the last thing on your mind but um to get back to that yeah i've watched uh a little bit of everything i think like the challenge on mtv and i've definitely watched my fair share of that but mm. yeah I, I never was huge on the whole watching reality tv mine's always just been sports so i think that's why i kind of gravitated towards the challenge too okay Okay. So you've always been like the, the ESPN in the back of the, you know, background of TV. Okay. <laughs> always. It's always sports <laughs> or first take or something. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. I'm always, I'm always curious about that because 
obviously we see a lot of people come on these shows and you can kind of you can tell like someone like you i wouldn't expect necessarily you to like be a huge fan of like watching all these different reality shows but sometimes you can tell when someone comes in and wants to be the you know the most memorable cast member in history they're giving all the the shade and like all that kind of stuff so did you find yourself like in the house could you is it kind of obvious who you think like wants to be the star of the show um Honestly, I don't think anybody's truly like that, at least from my time in there. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was extremely genuine and real with me. So I never really got that like I'm just playing the game vibe or I'm trying to make a name for myself. I think everybody honestly was in there for the right reason, which, you know, made everything a lot easier on me too. You know, I could be myself. Everybody else was being themselves. So you didn't have to really worry about anybody faking it, in my opinion nice well i mean that's good to hear i don't want i don't want anyone to come away with a a terrible experience of the show i guess i i mean you're in paradise i guess that only really happens when like no love or you know something like that so um you talked about being a fan of the show uh beforehand like uh love island in particular um the audition process was there like an actual audition process associated with this or just like we reached out to you now through dm which i don't think a lot of people actually knew either would they just like reach out to you and like, you know, if you say you're interested, you're in, or was there a whole like kind of one, two, three that you had to go down? Oh yeah. It was, it's definitely a lengthy process. You know, you got to go through a bunch Mm -hmm. of different things and interviews and, you know, because they got to find really the right people. I mean, cause you're going to be on TV, so they got to be a hundred percent sure with you. So there's numerous interviews, um, just a bunch of that stuff uh photos and uh like the whole nine yards but yeah the dm is pretty much almost like you put an application in but you didn't have to so somebody found you so you get the process started that way that's so cool i feel like i ignore most of my dms anyway so like i feel like i mean not that they're gonna contact me but like i feel like that that's listen if you're attractive out there reach your dms like stop trying to stop trying to be better than everybody you never know what opportunity you're missing I'm curious, I hope this isn't breaking the fourth wall too much, but like when you when you do go through this process, do you know if you'll be like one of the the first, you know, we start off with five girls, five boys. Do you know if you're going to be one of those or if you're like intended to be a bombshell to kind of shake things up? Yeah, no, nobody knows what's happening. They uh, kind of just make it as it goes. But yeah, uh, the people that have the possibility to go in the villa, we have no knowledge pretty much. Okay. Wow, that's cool. So you kind of just play it by ear, and once you get the call, you're ready to go. Yeah, just gotta be ready. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let's kind of let's jump into your time, like actually on the show. So it must have felt nice that like you came in and literally every single person in the house like found you to be like incredibly attractive. Because I feel like this is also why like I wouldn't dream of being on reality TV because like I the little self-confidence I have would just like take a, a, a huge bruising. But before stepping in like into the villa, was there ever a fear that you had in your mind that like either one, the reaction would be that like no one is like attracted to you for some reason or two, which even more scary for me, someone would find you like incredibly annoying or what unlikable, whatever the case is. Was that ever a fear for you? Um yeah, like I used to be 300 pounds, so I still kind of have that like body dysmorphia thing mm. and like that. Uh, so that was definitely in the back of my head. I was a little bit nervous. I was like, oh, geez, what if nobody thinks you're <laughs> looking or anything like that? So that was uh, definitely refreshing to see all the girls' reaction and, you know, the guys 
get a little bit scared. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody's kind of like that. We always think that we don't look actually how we look and stuff. So yeah, um, it also, you know, keeps you humble and everything. But it was definitely nice and refreshing to see everybody's reaction, especially watching it back on TV. It was it was funny. <laughs> Not, are you that kind of makes me wonder are you all caught up now or are you still trying to play catch up yeah I actually just caught up yesterday so I watched last night's episode uh, I think it was episode 20 and now mm-hmm. I just gotta keep on going but yeah it, it took me a little bit too because you know flying back home uh kind of just getting situated going to visit family and friends mm-hmm. uh, so that took me a little bit of time so I definitely had a couple nights where I had to binge watch it yeah I get it. That's, that's totally fine. Uh, it kind of makes me wonder too, because like reality stars, like in general, they talked about, especially like people like that are brand new to reality TV or on their first season, they always kind of talk about having these kind of self-actualizations about themselves, like watching themselves on TV. Did you have anything like that? Or did you like ever realize like you had like any ticks, like clicking fingers or like whatever it is, like whether it's personality tick or like a physical tick or anything like that? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I never realized <laughs> that I don't make that much eye contact sometimes. And <laughs> another like that I kind of knew was I have like the worst straight face, like 24 seven. So mm. since I've been home after I've watched it, I'm just trying to smile more because <laughs> like, I think it was my second day in there too. I told everybody, I was like, um, I kind of have like a, like just a straight mean looking face. So I just want to get ahead of it before anybody asks. I'm never mad. I'm never in a bad mood. So it's just my face, but I'm going to work. (laughs) Yeah, those two were definitely the biggest ones. I looked back and I was like, oh, wow. I I definitely like, because I watch with a a friend every night. Like we we text while we're watching it on Peacock. And we we thought that was like your, you know, like your thing. Like, you know, some people have like the, you know, the the smiles, as Tyra Banks called it, like the smoldering eyes and like that kind of stuff. We thought that was like your, you know, your thing. Like we always got this bombshell. He's super mysterious. He doesn't smile, like all this kind of stuff. So you fooled me. (laughs) What is kind of uh, the day in the life of an Islander look like? Like, obviously we see the challenges. We see the flirting or the grafting as they called it over in UK. But uh, like, I can imagine like you guys have to get pretty creative to keep yourselves entertained with like so much downtime. Um, Honestly, you know, sometimes a lot of the time, like when I was in there, it seemed like the time was going by fast. I mean, we don't really yeah. have a sense of time in there. It's kind of just like you see the sun starting to go down or whatever. <laughs> Um, but you know, being in there with so many different personalities from so many different parts of the U.S., it's like mm-hmm. you kind of always have something to talk about, even if you just want to pass by time. You know, mm. um, and everybody's different ages, so you know everybody's a little bit different. That brings like a different story or different lingos and stuff to the table. So that's always just some easy way to an easy way to pass by time. You know, working out, uh, eating, just. Uh, rapping trying to rap or (laughs) jokes i never took place in the rapping because i know no matter how hard i try i could never do it (laughs) me and isaiah they would always be going at it and just kind of just a bunch of little random stuff like that just having fun and you know when you're having fun too the time goes by like that so yeah that's i was about to ask i didn't know if you had like a, a secondary career coming out like you'd be you'd be one of the few rappers i think with a phd so i mean <laughs> something to consider you'd be like we got dr dre but i don't know if he has a phd so you'd be dr tyler and it actually means something 
So there we go. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, actually, that kind of makes me want to want to ask. You said how you kind of spend all, literally, all day getting to know other people. I've watched shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, all like essentially any like reality dating show that there is, and it always surprised me when people kind of declare such strong feelings for another person after knowing them for such a short amount of time but then you kind of think about it like well they do spend literally the entire day together whereas most people like go on a date one week and then a week later you might see them again or talk to them something like that so do you think it's easy to fall in love on a show like love island quickly since you literally like spend the entire day with them uh definitely i would say so because like the way that I was thinking of it is like a day in the villa is it feels like like a week in real life because oh. you are with everybody literally 24/7. So, you know, the amount of uh like connecting and um finding if you click with somebody in the real world like outside the villa mm-hmm. uh, takes some time, but I mean, in the villa you can know in a couple hours because you're just you're with them the entire time. So, right. Yeah, you get to know people really fast and that's just how I looked at it is a day in there is like a week outside. So it definitely, um, I think it's definitely easier to, you know, find those feelings for people and make stronger connections just because, I mean, like I keep saying, and we're with each other 24 seven. So that's, I, I've never really thought about it that way because I always see like, take Love Island, for instance, like when people go home, like a lot of people in there cry because they're so like emotional about it. And I didn't realize that y'all were like making these bonds, like, that fast and plus we don't really have a perception of how much time goes by like we're assuming it's day-to-day like on the show because you know we don't get like a, this happened Tuesday this happened Wednesday or Thursday something like that so we don't even really have really a long perspective of how long someone's in the house so that's kind of crazy yeah I mean like even me like, like I wasn't in there too long but you know when I read that text that I had to pack my bags I was holding back tears because I was like oh. wow I was like I was like I can't cry at TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it does get emotional you know you get really close with those people I was I was definitely hurt when I got back and I was like I woke up and I wasn't with everybody so that definitely took me a little couple days uh, you know to get over it and then just mm-hmm root for everybody on tv and you know i'll see them when they're all out and just gonna keep cheering them all on they're doing great that so were you do you think that you were like more upset about like that the experience itself was over because this really is a a once in a lifetime experience or was it that you wouldn't be seeing these people day to day anymore um i'm obviously like i'm super grateful uh no mm-hmm. matter what for if it was a day or mm-hmm. a month in the villa uh Mine was just really is I made such great connections with everybody in there that I like considered them almost like a second family. Like they were just the nicest, most genuine people. I never had an issue with anybody, not even for a minute while I was in there. So that's what really stung. And, you know, you get in a rhythm with everybody, you get in your routines in the villa, um, you know, wake up, coffee, BS Mm. for a little bit. uh, So (laughs) Yeah, that's that's definitely what stung the most. And I just oh. sat back and I was just super grateful for my experience. It was just I kind of missed everybody. There you go. Well, speaking of your connections in there, you kind of found yourself in a bit of a, a love triangle while you're in the villa. Both uh, Serenity and Val kind of caught your eye, but ultimately you ended up deciding to couple up with Serenity. 
what was it about Serenity? Because obviously, I think it's pretty obvious based on especially chatter online that she was one of the favorites that we all kind of like enjoyed watching. But like, what was it from your perspective? What was it about Serenity that made you want to couple up with her? She was just the biggest sweetheart to me. Uh, mm. Like the first conversation I had with her and like I was saying how I always have that straight face, like I was smiling ear to ear laughing. I was like, oh my God, what did she do to me? <laughs> she just had this personality that was one of a kind, just made me feel like I was at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every little bit of nerves in me were just gone and she's dropped dead gorgeous. So she was literally just the perfect storm. And I was so grateful that I was able to pick her and stick it out for my time in there with her. Man, I love to hear that because we, the viewers were so like, pessimistic about everything that like happens on reality tv in general so i love that like you felt like a genuine connection with her because anytime anyone couples up on the show we're like is there an ulterior motive like do you want to make it to the end or like what the case is but then again we always forget that there's a, a cash prize too so it's good hearing that you actually like formed a good connection with her yeah uh yeah that was, that's my big thing is like i went in there i was gonna be real with myself and genuine i'm not just gonna mm-hmm. play some game so good (laughs) serenity was just a blessing honestly (laughs) nice (laughs) um you had kind of a a power that not many people like even on love island get to kind of experience can you kind of describe what it felt like holding a power to like actually be be the first one to send someone home because i don't know if it was more heavy like there was kind of a big responsibility or was it more of a, a you know a lighthearted thing that like you know I actually get to pick someone to couple up with I'm here now this is a, a great thing so in that moment what was really weighing on you more uh honestly I just felt terrible because I mm. didn't want that on my hands to have to send somebody home um Valerie was a great girl too I have nothing but good things to say about her and that's just what sucked is I was like I really have to send her home with this too so that was kind of my big thing it was like making me sick to my stomach I was like oh I just don't want to do it come on (laughs) but uh yeah you know I it was a little bit of pressure too um picking but yeah just the fact that I had to send somebody home kind of broke my heart a little bit I didn't I didn't want I didn't want to do that (laughs) kind of a, a spoiler alert if you're not caught up so if you're not caught up just skip ahead a few minutes but Another Love Island contestant, Maddie, recently actually volunteered to go home. And it was right before Casa Moore, too. And she made the statement on there that she hopes Andy, who was another contestant uh, sent home prior, is waiting for her when she leaves. Is there any chance that, like, you slid into Serenity's DMs after all this was over, like, trying to reconnect? Like, maybe, I know it's kind of hard for Love Island people, like whether it's UK or USA, because y'all are literally maybe even across the globe from each other, like across the USA. But is there any chance like you reached out kind of like hoping that maybe something could reconnect outside of the house? Uh, Yeah, we, we've been DMing and I was actually on FaceTime with her last night for an hour. Uh, wow. So, yeah. As soon as I saw that she left the villa, I <laughs> right in our dms i was like you know what i'm not i'm not wasting my chance again like come on there Uh, you go no there was just that little piece of me too uh where i was just hoping that she was gonna leave the villa single so it sucks because obviously i was rooting for her too i wanted her to go all the way but Mm -hmm. especially too i was like well you know if she leaves the villa i'm 
I'm hopping in her DMs right away. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. I feel like people love that. I feel like a lot of people are rooting for you guys. Like just based on what I was seeing on social media, you just kind of had your time cut short, unfortunately. Yeah. Was uh sent you you actually funny enough were kind of on both ends of uh the situation I described earlier, where you had the power to send someone home, but then someone else had that power kind of against you. So are there any bad feelings towards Chaz or no love lost? Uh, you know, I really didn't get to know Chaz or uh his sister that mm-hmm. well. Uh so I don't really have any bad blood, you know, everybody's got to make tough decisions in there. So, you know, I'm never really going to hold anything against anybody when it comes down to, you know, you got to do what you got to do in there. Uh, Definitely caught me by surprise though. So Mm -hmm. that wasn't the best and, uh, you know, ultimately getting sent home from it bothered me for a little bit. I'm just looking back at it. Everybody's got to make tough decisions. You got to do what you got to do and you just got to keep on moving. Did you have to kind of decompress a little bit before you actually hit play on Peacock to watch the episodes? Like, was there a, a little, you know, like, oh, this is too much right now. I can't watch this right now. Or did you jump right in when you got home after like seeing family and stuff? Yeah, I I kind of had to decompress a little bit. <laughs> I was, I, number one, I didn't know how I was going to look or anything. So I was nervous about that. Mm-hmm. Number two, I was just like feeling every single emotion because it didn't like truly set in uh, that I was doing that. And, you know, I was meeting all these people. I just had a completely different life for Mm -hmm. how long I was in there. And then coming back to home uh, across the country, it was just kind of, I had to let it just set in just a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, I started watching. And then when my goodbye came, I think in episode nine, that one was hard to watch. That one, mm. that one was a tearjerker for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was hard to watch for us too. So I can't even imagine like how you felt going through it. Ooh, yeah, it was a it was an emotional roller coaster for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we haven't quite gotten uh, through Casa Amor yet at the time of us recording this, and uh, but we have you know we can still see a lot of dynamics change within the couples, and you know we never know who's going to bring someone back from Casa or who at the villa is going to keep someone there. We never know. But based on what you've seen so far, do you have kind of any indication of who you think could possibly go all the way and win this show? Uh, I mean, I'm rooting for everybody. Obviously, yeah. like I love them all. But, you know, when it comes down to who I think can really win it, I think it's Timmy and Zeta all the way. Mm-hmm. I think they have such a solid connection and, I mean, I think they're going to damn near fall in love while they're in there. Like, and they're the best. They're such a power couple. Two of the greatest people I've ever met. So I'm definitely rooting for them. I think they can do it. But, you know, I'm rooting for everybody, too. And you never know. Like, the season's still got some time left. So somebody could jump out of nowhere and really shock us. But, yeah, I, I, I hope everybody's doing really well with their connections and happy. But. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think Timmy and Zeta can do it all. I'm I'm actually in agreement with you uh, on that. I I thought the same thing. They they seem very like genuinely liking each other. Plus, Zeta being on the U.S. edition, I feel like maybe it increases your chances of maybe going over there and maybe you know <laughs> getting another shot. Like maybe you can be on a U.K. Yeah. version since that's where you kind of started it all. And so who yeah, knows? Who knows? 
manifestation. Let's put it out there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now that your Love Island journey is kind of behind you, what's next, like in the immediate future? Uh, You know, I'm still making some decisions right now with my family and everything, Mm -hmm. whether to uh, pursue school in a couple of weeks or, you know, just take this year to kind of just see what my opportunities can be coming from this show, whether modeling or anything under the sun. Uh, I kind of just got to weigh out those options and mm-hmm. really see what uh, fits best with me. And, you know, the nice thing about school is I can always go back to school. I can't it's always there. go back to an opportunity like this. So mm-hmm. and hard decisions, but I think that uh, I'll make the right one in the end. It's a good, it's a good decision to have. So Definitely. yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong either way. That's amazing. I uh, I didn't I didn't know that you had like so little time though, because I I guess we are in August, so yeah, you got to kind of decide quick. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it's crunch time now. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, kind of last thing before we wrap up. I know you got to get out of here soon. Um, has life kind of? I know you've only been out of the villa for you know a short amount of time. This has been a kind of a a fast season, so. Mm-hmm. has life changed in any kind of significant way for you that's like you're kind of like whoa this is all happening kind of fast so has it been kind of you know as expected like kind of going back to your your day-to-day and you know making your everyday decisions like you were uh you know it's definitely weird because you know the first day I came back people were recognizing me in the airport uh then uh, when I went out with my friends and everybody, people were asking for pictures, fans and everything. <laughs> so that definitely was just wild to me because I said it took a while to like kind of let it all set in what mm-hmm. just happened. But, you know, uh, like I'm just so grateful to be in a position with people being fans of me and supporting me and giving me all that love. So I got nothing but positive things to say about it. And it is so awesome to go through it. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it took me few days to get back into my normal routine and everything but mm-hmm. just having some fans and stuff come up to me everywhere ask for pictures or say hi or say something about the show that's that's been the biggest thing but uh I love it I mean I love hearing everybody's opinion about it giving me support and love so mm-hmm. that's been just the biggest blessing <laughs> good I that kind of makes me wonder though you know, you're when you're you're with your friends when a lot of this happens. So like, what's the vibe there? Are they like, oh my God, this is this is amazing? Like, you know, we're 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 catching some of the spotlight too. Or is it like, dude, this is this is getting a little out of hand. Like, we gotta we gotta chill. We can't even go to Wendy's anymore without <laughs> without someone being there like accosting us. Yeah, my my friends love it. You know, they're <laughs> all up just as much as me, and they're happy and proud of me. So. Yeah, nobody's really had an issue with it. And uh, like I said, it's just such an odd thing to go through. And just looking back on it every every day, you're just like, wow, like this is once in a lifetime so nice. And I think my friends treat it the same way because they love it just as much as I do. Nice. <laughs> Tyler, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to chat with me today. Plug your, your social media everywhere that everyone, all your fans can find you. Absolutely. And thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, Instagram is TRADS, R-A-D-Z 47. And that's pretty much all I got on social media right now. Perfect. There we go. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this uh, Love Island chat. Y'all have been just as obsessed with USA this season as I have. Starting to facilitate some great conversations here. And I'm glad we actually got someone that can offer us a little behind the scene perspective. I've been Kendrick. That's Tyler. And guys, I'll see you.
Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser or CastBox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast. That's at realitycomics2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, it's Jan from Toyota, reminding you that Toyotathon is on and here to help make your holidays extra magical. How? Maybe it's driving in a Tacoma in search of the perfect hill to sled down. Popping from store to store in a Prius to find the perfect gift. You did it. How'd you know? Or it could be something much more simple, like surprising loved ones in a RAV4 hybrid. You made it, Bobby! (laughs) You're all grown up! And seeing their faces light up when you pull up to their home. Stop by Toyotathon and make this holiday one to remember. It's the perfect opportunity to gather with your friends and family, both near and far. Dealer inventory may vary. Current offers on these vehicles end November 30th. Offers are subject to change throughout Toyotathon, which ends on January 3rd. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Toyota, let's go places. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.